This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 158 with Lahana Vigliano. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 158. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Lahana Vigliano is a holistic nutritionist and the founder of Thrival Nutrition. She has her bachelor's degree in science nutrition and is currently finishing up a postgraduate program through the Clinical Nutrition Board. She started Thrival Nutrition to help empower and teach people how to get more out of life by feeling your absolute best through nutrition, exercise, and natural remedies. Outside of her passion for nutrition, she is a wife and a mother of two, which is where the journey all began. Lahana had a really early entrance into motherhood. She actually was quite pregnant walking across the stage at her high school graduation. In spite of starting motherhood very early, she also has always been very business and education oriented and has not let go of that at all while child rearing. So she is fierce and determined and never limited by her circumstances. Listen in to hear Lahana share what life was like as a very young mother, how she shamelessly pursued her goals while embracing motherhood, why she made a professional shift into nutrition, the power of nutrition and how it can change your genetics and how she manages her two picky eater kiddos and her tips for you. This was a fun conversation with Lahana and you're going to get some really great nutrition advice. You're going to enjoy hearing her story of someone who's just relentlessly gone after her dreams and fearlessly faced transitions and new things. And I was kind of blown away. I'm not going to lie. So this is a great conversation. I know you're going to learn. I know you're going to love hearing Lahana's story. So let's go ahead and dive in with Lahana Vigliano. 
Lahana Vigliano, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is going to be fun to hear about your journey. We were introduced through a mutual friend, and I can already tell just from our pre-interview that we're going to have a lot to cover, and there's going to be a lot of energy between the two of us. So are you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. Hey. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit more about the dynamics of your personal and professional life and what you're most excited about right now. Awesome. So I would say when I saw that question, I was like, I'm a little confused on what this means. But to be honest, like the current dynamic is just with everything that's going on with my life, being a mom and being a wife and an entrepreneur, it's really just juggling everything without being a complete hot mess, which I'm actually <laughs> good at doing. So I handle challenges very well. And I'm really determined. I've always been that way. And I'm just a multitasker naturally. And it's so funny because a lot of people like don't even know it that I'm multitasking. So when I'm doing my podcast, you know, I'm changing a dirty diaper <laughs> and no one even knows it. <laughs> and I always get, you know, people asking me, I don't know how you do it. And I really just don't know how I do it either. I just don't think I just do it. So right now we're super excited and most excited about that we just moved. So we are in a brand new environment right here in Austin, Texas. We actually moved from Orlando, Florida a couple months ago. So as we're recording, it's actually two months exactly um, since we moved. So it's really exciting. But we're really excited to see the business start to ramp up being in a new location, expanding to, you know, doing more one-on-one -on -one client work, as I've mostly been a lot digital in the past. So in my personal life, I'm really just still excited about being in a new location, like new friends, and my kids are making relationships with other kids, and, you know, that they're actually going to grow old, like grow up with, because yeah. when we're in Florida, we're like, oh, you're going to make friends, but we're going to have to leave, and it's nice to know that, like, buddy, these are might be kids you are going to school with, like, until high school. So I'm excited to be in a place that we can grow professionally, personally. And, you know, we came and moved from our hometown. So we left our comfort zone. And wow, so that's I didn't realize that that's a big, big shift. It is. So it's exciting and scary, but all at the same time. <laughs> and how did you pick leaving Florida? And you were both from Florida. Yes. So how did yeah. you pick Austin? Well, we visited last year at Paleo Effects Conference, and I don't know. It, I just loved it. We explored after the conference, and we were actually walking up to the Capitol, and I was just thinking, I had this overwhelming like feel of, this is where we need to be. Like This is home. As oddly as that is, I don't know anything about this place besides downtown right now, but I feel like this is where we need to be. So my husband kind of gave me that look of, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God, when she has like an idea, it's gonna happen. So we and you knew that you had been considering leaving Florida for a while at that point. Actually, no, we oh, weren't we left our hometown and just moved, I would say like, you know, 40 minutes away and to the suburbs of Orlando. So we came more of the east coast of Florida. And so we already made a little baby step to kind of leave our hometown, but we were still close to friends and family. And we always kind of thought when we moved to Oviedo as a city, we were like, uh, I don't know, it's nice to stay here. We're kind of still close to friends and family. There's really no need to leave. And so actually, we weren't planning to, to be honest. Wow, that is so interesting. That's so crazy. My husband once did played like a joke on me. We'd been dating for a couple of years. And we were 
out in Seattle where we live both. I grew up here in Seattle and my husband had lived here for quite a while at that time. And so we're out taking a walk, walking the dog. And he's like kind of casually just mentioned something like, yeah, maybe we should like live in another city for a while. Like maybe move down to San Francisco. And I like had a heart attack and I was like, what? I never even thought about leaving Seattle aside from when I went to college. And then I came back, but I never thought about living somewhere else. So it's so interesting when I meet people who are like, yeah, we just thought we would like, you know, move, try to another city. That is just not in me. I have no desire to do that. So I'm always super impressed when other people do it. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm such a homebody. So like in, during summer, my husband will be like, has the car moved in three days? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> so it is a little bit that was not normal for me. I mean, I'm very determined and reaching my dreams, but I never, I don't know, that never crossed my mind that I would actually leave my family and friends that I've known so far. So it was kind of new. It was new to me too. Very cool. Very exciting. Well, I think we'll probably be able to dig into that even a little bit more when we get further into the conversation here. Cause I want to yeah. hear, I want to hear more about how the new location will be also a good business move for you. But before we do that, I want to hear about your entrance into motherhood, because I think that your entrance into motherhood is such a pivotal part of your story and your journey. So let's go back to that. It is. It really is. So I became a mom super young. I actually kid around with my son, who's actually about to turn seven in 10 days. But I kid around with him and say, you actually already graduated high school because I walked across my high school graduation with a super big belly, totally about to pop. So my husband, boyfriend at the time, we met because I knew his sister. And that was the summer before my senior year. So our life just moved really fast and I didn't have any peers that was having kids, you know, still being in high school. And so I was the first one of my friends to really grow up and I just always grew up faster than others. And that's totally okay. But it was hard not having those friends who like understood and I could talk to about it. And it ended up being a lot of just me and my husband just doing life together and hustling. So we had tons of people, you know, doubt us, you know, about we weren't going to finish school, about not lasting as a couple, because I mean, what young couple makes it? And honestly, just doubts maybe even being good parents. I don't know. But we had a lot to prove to people so much. And so I just knew from the moment I found out that I was going to be a mom, that, you know, I was going to achieve my dreams and just be the best mom and person, you know, that I could be. Did people's doubt in you, did that fuel you and make you more motivated to be successful and make everything work and really push yourself to make the most of all the opportunities in front of you? 1000%. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. So much so. (laughs) I feel like that's like, I'm the kind of person, like if someone doubts me, I'm like, oh, okay, game on. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Right. Like challenge me. I dare you. No, for sure. And we knew in our hearts that we were going to make it. It was just that we just had to prove, I guess, to society that we could, I guess, break all odds. (laughs) Yeah. When did you find out you were pregnant? When in your senior year? Yep. It was like halfway through my senior year. And I was actually doing dual enrollment in college. So I didn't even go to high school my senior year. I was full-time in college already. Oh, wow. So I already had one year of college under my belt when I graduated high school. Wow. Amazing. So when you found out that you were pregnant, did you have any initial like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to finish school? Or were you just like full speed ahead? Like, nope, like I'm still going to stay on target and be able to, were you able to kind of like just seamlessly push yourself through? I pushed myself through. I didn't even have any doubts in myself of like, how is this going to happen? I just kind of had faith. And, you know, I wasn't even really big in my faith per se at the time. I just, 
kind of knew I was like, I'm going to make this work. Like I am against abortion, which, you know, is a topic in itself, but I just knew that I wasn't going to do that. So I had no choice but to make it work. That's pretty impressive. And I think that that probably led you to, like you said, now you're super determined and you can make anything happen and you don't even really think about how you make it happen. You just push through and do it. That probably came from that experience of being in that situation and being like, you didn't see any other way except for to just make it happen and do it, which is pretty powerful. Yeah, definitely. So what have been the biggest challenges and the biggest gifts of being such a young mother? So, you know, I wouldn't change anything in the world about how or even when I started being a mom, I would say the biggest challenge was just juggling everything together. You know, we were so young. So we were both working full time. I was actually a manager at Aldi. And I continued going to school full time, which I actually was traveling about 45 minutes away to a local university, University of Central Florida. So there was a little bit of commute. And then, of course, just coming home as we just moved out to our first apartment together. So, you know, I was making the meals and doing my cleaning and being a mom and a a girlfriend at the time wife while studying and just being so tired from work and studying for school and just being a mom and just being there. So I was so determined on doing what I needed to do to be successful in motherhood and school and everything. But you know, I remember the day that I got out of the hospital from giving birth. I was like, I got in the car, we were about to go home, but I stopped by at my college bookstore to pick up some books. Oh my for- God. <laughs> for calculus and you know all these college kids are standing in line and I'm all like leaning over like my vagina is just done I am in so much pain like no one understands you know everyone's just college like I just partied yesterday and right. I'm just childbirth <laughs> just trying to get my books in line so it was a lot and I just think that was probably the biggest challenge of just like looking back and just seeing everything that I juggled with. And again, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I pulled through. I just did it. But in general, it's really hard just to leave your new baby too. And you know, not enjoy that time with them. I started working when he was two weeks old. So like, I didn't get any time with him. And I would say and my parents were a huge help too. They were a huge help with watching them when we went to work and went to school. But again, it's still hard of like going to work at 5am, then going to school and then going to pick him up and then bring him back home and then clean and cook. And it was a lot. A day was definitely a lot. So my biggest gift is I think in itself of being a young mom, you know, my son became definitely my motivation for everything I did. I just wanted to create that awesome life for him. And an even bigger blessing is that I just get to spend more of my life with him, like raising him and watching his big life moments happen. And a good plus is I will only be in my early 40s when I have two kids in college. And I think me and my husband always joke around saying, see ya, that's (laughs) you won't see us. (laughs) Because we didn't have much quote unquote life before that. Right, right. We always say that's like kind of going to be our college time when they. Totally. Oh, that's so funny. We're on such opposite ends of the spectrum because I'm going to be 42 in November and my son will be five in September. So I was a much later mom. Right. 
And my husband is nine years older than me. And so when we've talked about a second, so we can't have a second child, but it's been a big topic of conversation, which people have heard me talk about on the podcast as we were trying to figure out if we were going to have a second and if that was possible for us. But my husband at different points was like, you understand, like I'm 50. (laughs) And I'm like, it'll be fine. I'll just do most of the work. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, We're like totally on that other end where he's much more aware of like, if we have a second child now, you know, we won't be done with kids until, you know, he's like 70 and I'm 61 or whatever. So it's been interesting to kind of do that math and those metrics. And it does really look so different when you start much younger. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners 
listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. It is. It's just so exciting to think that like I have the ability to, I mean, I plan to live till 150, but it's, <laughs> it's really awesome to think that I get to watch them grow. And yeah. I always told Isaiah, my son, I'm like, we're going to be old together, buddy. You know, like I, we're only 18 years apart, so we're going to be old together, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. And just yeah. seeing the future generations of our family expand. So yeah. not just our grandkids but our great grandkids and you know that's gonna be awesome definitely that'll be really really cool so share your professional journey that has paralleled motherhood I know you started off in one direction and then switched directions and that probably kind of leads into your story about getting into Texas as well because I know that your professional pivot has been it's the reason that we were connected because of the place you've ended up now professionally Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I was originally going to school to become a PA. So I was still do, which is a physician assistant. I was still doing that when I was pregnant with my son. So ever since kindergarten, I always knew I wanted to be in health. I loved taking care of people and when they weren't feeling good. And so I always kind of knew that my whole career as an elementary and middle school and high school, I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. So I was going to just finishing up like different prereqs to apply for PA school and stuff. And I always thought, you know, being a physician assistant was the way to go with having a family because you kind of work the more normal hours, I guess. And so when I was doing the prereqs, I just hated it. You know, everything I was learning was turning more into pills and prescriptions. And if this is wrong, then you just give them this. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong. Like there's a time and a place for that. And, you know, I loved learning about the body and how it worked and immunology and all those super fun scientific topics, but I really hated the treatment part. It just was not sitting well with me. So I just knew that there was something so much bigger out there in someone's health that I could help them with. And when I became pregnant with my daughter, Faith, I couldn't imagine just going to PA school and being busy like I was with my son. I hated it. You know, I kind of missed his growing up, I guess. And I was just feeling pulled in a different direction. So I just kind of started looking around and I... I don't know even how it fell on me. I don't really know what happened, but I started looking into like holistic and natural alternatives. And I don't know, there's just something that sat really well with me. And I started looking into nutrition and I don't know, I was sold. (laughs) I had this kind of like aha moment, like this is it, like this is what I want to do. So I was able to find like a good online program to finish up my bachelor's degree in nutrition science. And I had my daughter during all that too. So I remember, you know, putting her down as a newborn and I was doing my 10 page paper until 1am. Oh my gosh. And got it done. (laughs) But that that was, I would say, a big part of kind of this transition from being a conventional physician assistant, learning what I was learning to something more holistic and natural, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then with that, you also kind of threw out that like Monday through Friday, nine to five business or professional picture as well. Or did you think that you would work in a clinical setting with nutrition? I kind of thought I was going to work in a clinical like setting. I really okay. did. So what does that look like then? <laughs> 
I think I just knew I wanted to study this. And I was like, I just let me get this done. And then I'll figure all the other stuff out. You know, when I finished my degree, I actually took a break from school and from all that stuff. I really just wanted to like enjoy motherhood. And thankfully, my husband was able to, you know, provide for us to live pretty comfortably. So when I was done with my degree, and I took that break, I kind of loved, you know, how my life was. And I was like, I don't want to like, work for someone again. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of my own person. I've always been a little bit independent. So that thought came across like, I want my own business. So it started off, you know, starting just a blog and a podcast and, you know, digital goodies like eBooks and stuff. But um, a big thing was that in the state I lived in Florida, I couldn't actually see one-on-one clients due to like the law restrictions they have. And I kind of knew that, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal, I guess. So in Florida, you can only have the registered dietitian credential. Like no one can give nutrition advice, like not even a personal trainer. You have to be an RD. And I chose a different program in nutrition because I didn't really want to be taught by what the government recommends per se. They recommend (laughs) good stuff. The (laughs) FDA is not the most trustworthy source for our health, right? And so I wanted that more like holistic and natural approach. But let me tell you, that was a super huge obstacle for me because it limited my way, you know, to make money and build a business because I was in such a gray area. I was for sure stepping on like eggshells. So I just hustled to do like what I could and help people and not get in trouble, which was like the digital side of my business. And, you know, my husband has always been my big supporter and I was able to incorporate, you know, many things to be successful at that and to like that. But it's a little hard because the internet's kind of, you know, it's kind of loud. There's a lot of people out there. So it's to, yeah, stand out and be like, my stuff is awesome. (laughs) You should get it. (laughs) But so when I was in Florida, I did a little bit of one-on-one work and I was doing it for a while. And like I said, I knew the law, but I didn't think it was like that big of a deal. Like there's so many people doing it and doing, you know, nutrition, like recommendations and stuff. And, you know, I had my degree, I knew my stuff, but this is a huge thing is that someone emailed me, like to set it up like a client and it was the health department and they served me a cease and desist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was probably my worst nightmare. I held myself together all through that. It was kind of like in the movies, everything just kind of blurred out. And I just was looking and like, this is my worst nightmare. I'm living my worst nightmare. And I was like, don't cry. Just don't cry. And she was like, and I remember her telling me, she's like, I know you know your stuff. I listen to your stuff. I've been reading your stuff. They've been following me for a while, which is actually really freaking creepy. Yes, and, totally creepy. Yeah, and she was like, why don't you just get your RD? And I'm like, because my program, it doesn't fall that I can sit for that exam. And so she was pretty much like, well, you need to go back to school and then sit for a program that does do that and you can do it. And honestly, that's kind of a seed was planted. And I'm like, I can't thrive here. (laughs) Funny thrival, but I can't thrive here. And that's kind of, I feel like not the decision we made to move to a different state, but we were, I guess, open to it. It kind of opened the door a little bit. It was a blessing in disguise, 100%. Hey, mamas, just wanted to pop in and let you know that this is the final week to get in on my summer special. So if you are wanting to work with me one-on-one coaching 
for 30 minute sessions, go ahead and email me at info at shamelessmom.com. I'm offering summer pricing through August. So this is the final week to get in on that. Make sure you email me at info at shamelessmom.com. I can let you know what it's all about. We can do a complimentary consultation call. So we can actually get to chat a little bit so you can see if it's a good fit for you. So if you're looking for some accountability as you move into fall, if you're looking for some support in transitions or guidance in a transformation, maybe you're broaching, I would love to work with you. I would be honored to have a conversation with you just to see how we might work together and if you think we would be a good fit. So go ahead and email me at info at shamelessmom.com so we can have that conversation. Like I said, summer pricing ends this week, but you can use the sessions that you buy with the summer deal anytime after this week. So you don't have to use them this week. You can use them anytime moving forward. So go ahead and email me info at shamelessmom.com and we can go ahead and start the conversation and get you started today. And now back to the show. That is so interesting. It's so funny when those things happen in the moment, it's really easy to feel so crushed and so defeated and like, where do I go from here? But it's also, those are like the times that then you make the decisions that are the most like pivotal and life altering because you had to find another way. Did you take everything online exclusively at that point and just keep it online? Yeah. So I quit doing one-on-ones for a while and I was just, yeah, I was so defeated. I was so sad because I was like, even she said, like, she knows that I know my stuff. I just want to help people feel better. And so I took everything digital because we met with a lawyer and they said that, you know, that's a great area. Just stay in there. And I don't know. I just, we then like, it's funny how everything played out because yeah, we went to the conference, not that I would say maybe five months after that. And then I got the feeling and, and then Texas has a bigger scope of practice. So you don't have to have the RD credential to um, practice nutrition. And so yeah, everything worked out. It was yeah. definitely a blessing in disguise. You know, I think about it and I think about the time and how I felt it was terrible, but I know that it worked out. It totally yeah. worked out. Yeah. Good. What do you love about nutrition? What inspires you about nutrition? And how do you want to use that to help others? So, I mean, what doesn't inspire (laughs) I love everything about it, to be honest. I love, you know, how the food we eat influences us in so many different ways. You know, it dictates how we feel, how we sleep, the quality of our life. And honestly, it influences our genetics. And so I hate when people are like, oh, just have bad genetics. Like I'm just tied down and I'm stuck with bad genetics, but you know, what we can eat can flip our genetics, you know, dormant or active. And I love that. It's so inspiring to think that you have more control than you think. Mm -hmm. And I hate the, I guess the victim mentality. So I'm like, no, you do have control over it. So, you know, I don't always eat healthy, you know, I'm human and you know, (laughs) I didn't always eat healthy even before I got into nutrition. So kind of like my background and when I was in PA school, I didn't eat healthy at all, actually. And, you know, getting sick easily. And so seeing my son get sick more often, you know, we really weren't living that healthy lifestyle. I just realized that, you know, we weren't living and feeling our potential. It was totally holding us back. So you can't chase your dreams when you feel like crud. You know, what you eat determines your life. So that inspires me so much. But like I said, I totally agree with food freedom, you know, enjoying the not so good foods every now and then, especially like special events. But, you know, 90% of our life, it's so nutrient dense and our bodies feel so good. I want to like treat my body and, you know, give it everything it needs so I can live this life to the fullest. And that's exactly what I want to help others, to be honest. So it inspires me how much power we have with our food. I love that. I came from my background in exercise. I did not grow up exercising. When I started to become a personal trainer, I was like, I want to help other people do what I did because I felt totally disconnected from athleticism and 
anything related to exercise growing up and felt really uncomfortable in my own skin. But when I found my own athleticism as a young adult, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing and so empowering. And this is what I want to do. Like I actually went back to school and changed careers to help other people do the same thing. And I wanted to really exclusively work with people who had not exercised in the past. And that's still to this day, one of my favorite populations to work with is like women in their like 50s-ish who have never worked out before because they learn so much about themselves and their power. And it's the most amazing thing to watch. And so I can imagine coming from your situation where especially when your son was so little, you were really like in survival mode. I'm sure you weren't even able to like put time and energy into what you were eating. You just probably ate what was easy and convenient. But then being able to feel empowered with nutrition over time, I'm sure that was just so amazing and impactful and really, really empowered you to build a business around it and go really deep into it because of the impact it had on you and your family. It is. And I want people to stop dieting, like doing the yo-yo dieting and stop even having a bad relationship with food. You know, I love to keep things simple and nutritious and to be able to do that. And once people do that to their body, they can chase their dreams that they have. And I mean, most importantly, my favorite target that I love to work with too, I would say is, you know, moms, because we are so in charge of that next generation and creating a healthy next generation. And It starts with moms. Okay, that puts a lot of pressure a little bit. (laughs) But what we feed our kids influences, obviously, our kids' health and their genetics. But it influences our grandkids and their great-grandkids. And so just doing that change of what food we put in our body, it changes so much. And I think it's awesome. I mean, I don't think any, you know, great-grandkids going to say this. They're not going to be like, thanks. (laughs) for feeding us so good. I'm so healthy. But it's nice to know, you know, when I leave this earth, I did everything I can to create a healthy generation. And I want moms to feel that too. Can you talk a little bit more about the genetic expression and how we can manage that with nutrition? Because I think that would be a really interesting thing for our listeners to hear as moms. Like you said, what we do feed our kids makes such a big difference. And it's not just a matter of like, don't eat a ton of sugar, because of the impact it will have today, but what is the long-term effect from the genetics standpoint? So I just like to keep it really simple. And like, so obviously when we feed ourselves like processed foods, you know, and we feed ourselves foods that aren't really nutrient dense, it's just like empty calories, you know, it's not feeding us the nutrition, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytochemicals that are in food to help us, you know, make our cells work better and our mitochondria work better and, you know, all those different things. And so like genetics, they can lie or they can be active. So let's say like the burka, you know, the breast cancer gene, you know, a lot of people are like, I have that gene you know what I'm gonna get breast cancer but the thing is is that you know certain foods like good veggies nutrient dense foods and I'm a big person on quality too so the quality of like the meats that we eat and you know I don't I would say dairy a little bit just kind of going back to ancestral ways of eating you know fruits and veggies and sticking to real food we can actually turn certain genes off so they're not active you can live that and so you can never have to get breast cancer because your genes are under control. And that's kind of the same way with just how our cells work in general. When we feed it the right things, it's working properly, it's doing apoptosis, so it's dying when it needs to, and it's not you know, trying to live, and then you have tons of dead cells and things like that. Like your body just naturally knows what it's doing, I promise, with the nutrition that we feed it. Right. 
Right. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and it, I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought provoking experts and friends at Mindful Mama. We know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. And I would say, I mean, I think that you have to give the precursor that you can't guarantee that you're not going to have a chronic disease because you eat a certain way, but you're going to massively minimize your chances of getting it if you are supporting yourself with a nutritious diet. And the same would be with like, my sister and I have type one diabetes in our family. And if you have, and it's on our dad's side of the family, So we would be like really great candidates if we ate really awfully to get that. But like, I'm not a candidate for that at this time because my blood work is always really good because I manage my blood sugar really well with nutrition and exercise. And I have for since I was like 19. Now that said, prior to being 19, I was like 100% a candidate for being pre-diabetic because I did not move at all. And I ate a really high carb, high sugar diet. So like, I think that, you know, there's like no guarantees that, you know, I still could get type one diabetes, but I think I've minimized the risk in a huge way by living a certain lifestyle. Right. And there's so much more to, you know, that influences genes, stress, like you can eat as healthy as you want, but you know, if you're really stressed out, that itself can, you know, change things. So it's even hard to, minim- um, I would say, try to 
make things into a compartment of, okay, like just eating healthy. That's all right, I need to do. Right, There's right. so many things, like you said, exercise, eating healthy, you know, making sure your stress levels are low and, you know, things we put on our skin. There's so many different aspects to healthy living that, yeah, we can't just completely say one thing will make my life 100 times right, better. Right, right, Let's talk a little bit about kids and picky eaters. You've told me that your kids are picky eaters. Yeah. And I know this is funny because my son is generally a pretty healthy eater, but he definitely has phases where like all he wants is chips and crackers. <laughs> and so I can usually be like, do you want some chips and crackers and zucchini? And he'll go for it. But sometimes it's like a struggle to get the protein in. So what are your tips around picky eaters, especially since you have picky eaters and you definitely are so nutrition conscious? Yeah. So I always said God gave me picky eaters for this reason. Totally. It makes you a better <laughs> practitioner. <laughs> it does. So my first one is just being an example. Obviously, like you can't, you know, expect your kids to eat healthy if you're not eating healthy. That's a huge thing. Kids always tend to pick up things that while we really don't teach, it's like what we do and what we say. And so being an example of just good, healthy foods that you're eating will inspire your kids. I always say to start changing things of what they already love into something, a healthier version. So, you know, some favorites that kids have is like mac and cheese. So instead of doing, you know, the box mac and cheese, do spaghetti squash and, you know, do a little grass fed cheese. And I actually have a recipe for that or chicken tenders instead of buying, you know, the already frozen ones that are breaded and like wheat and um, set in like really crappy vegetable oils. That is really bad. You can make your own buying organic chicken tenders and breading it with almond flour and spices and then quote unquote frying it in coconut oil. So whatever they already love, just try to find that change, that healthy change for it. And then when you want to kind of start, you know, expanding the horizon more than what they like, start introducing like a new food, mostly a veggie. It's mostly veggies that get kids. So start in introducing like a new veggie with a familiar one. So if they love mac and cheese and you've kind of already did the swap of, you know, spaghetti squash and you can even add some gluten-free noodles with the spaghetti squash and then slowly take out the gluten-free noodles because um, it's still technically a processed food. So just slowly introducing like they don't like broccoli. Okay, well, just give them a little bit of broccoli on the plate because the thing is, is like you just want to get them familiar with it. You want them to be comfortable. And if you put a whole plate of that they don't like, they're going to be looking at you like you're crazy. Like, I don't eat this. This is disgusting. Right, so slowly right. introducing something new. And a big thing and tip I tell moms all the time is you cannot have backup food. You cannot. Because when you have backup food, you'll give in easily, honestly. Like, in the back of your head, you know, like, okay, well, if they don't eat this healthy food, then, you know, I have this backup food that they do like. You can't have that mentality. You got to go all in. So it's easy to resort to backup food very easily when you have it. So just kind of push it out of your fridge, push it out of your freezer. Like you just don't need it. And then, of course, with kids and picky eating, kind of like how you said, it's harder to get your like daily protein in or something. Having a smoothie just once a day for a snack or even a meal is amazing because you can hide so much in a smoothie uh, whether like I like to use a coconut milk or almond milk base and then adding the greens because a lot of the green things is what freak kids out, especially my kids. Mm -hmm. So I would add the spinach and the kale, they didn't know. And putting an avocado in, they don't taste it. It tastes actually super creamy. And of course, doing like a collagen powder, protein powder, 
like a banana, making sure there's like, you know, frozen fruit to like kind of sweeten it up and hide things. That's for sure going to be able to get some good nutrition and no fights because sometimes you just don't want to fight no more. So we do smoothies. My son and I share smoothies often in the morning. He loves them. I'm like, we're usually arguing. I'm like, no, you cannot have more because then I get less. (laughs) So, and he will watch me put in like handfuls of spinach. He'll help me make it. And he's totally cool with it. Like he doesn't, he knows that that's what makes it turn green. And he loves to pick out the berries and put in a handful of berries. So he's really into the process of making it as well. But I love the idea of using that to hide things. But I also think that there's like a time and a place to help them be aware of like what's going into it. And my son isn't against vegetables, so I don't have to generally hide things. If he was against the spinach, I'd probably be like, turn around for a second while I stuff this in here. But that's been a really great way for us to get protein in him in the morning and get something in him quickly, which is really, really helpful. And I know other people who do that snacks or like an after school snack or like on the way to soccer practice kind of a snack like just have that when you go to pick up have that in the car and give that to the kid rather than like goldfish and juice because the quality of calories in goldfish crackers and juice is so low compared to the stuff that you can put into a smoothie so i love right Right. Yeah. My son's the same way now. Like he helps me put the spinach in. So, so does my daughter. They don't even care anymore. But at the beginning, it was a little bit scary. But yeah, eventually it's kind of becomes the new normal. So they're okay with it. But yeah, you do have to tell your like kids, because if you don't, and you're always hiding things, they're going to think that they still don't like it. And that's obviously not a good thing. Do you want them to know they like it and they eat it? So it's kind of like, I guess it depends on where your child is starting out from. Yeah. There's a great book. Are you familiar with the book Child of Mine? No, I'm not. So I haven't read it. I have it. It's like as thick as a Bible. And so which is why I've never read it because it's a little bit daunting. But I've heard great things about it. And I've actually talked to multiple people about it. And one of the things that they talk about is the idea of one of the principles you mentioned is like putting a new unfamiliar thing next to the familiar thing. And like there doesn't need to be negotiation around it or pressure around it. It's just there and letting kids be totally in control of like whether or not they have it. And if you put it there enough times, eventually they'll have it. And especially in the absence of another choice. So if you have like a vegetable that they like with a vegetable that they have never had before, that's maybe scary. And there's not a backup option, like you said, eventually they'll try the new thing. And I love that approach as well where it's not like you have to try this and you have to have X amount of pieces and X amount of bites. It's just kind of quietly there until they're ready for it. Because I think when you start putting power dynamics into food, things can get big and ugly fast. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'll have to write that down. I'd be interested to check it out. I think you would really like the book. They also talk a lot about like serving foods, family style, and you always put like something on the table that you know the child will eat. And then, so there's always like at least one thing that you know that they'll eat. And then the other things, it's like if they don't eat anything else, that's fine. And they can eat as much as they want of everything and as little as they want of everything. And so you know that there's at least the one thing that they like that they'll pick from. And then if they choose to not have any of the other things, that's fine. So it might be that like they only pick, you know, the spaghetti squash and don't pick anything else one night and you're just like okay that's fine but then there's not a backup option there's nothing later on there's like that was dinner and dinner was offered and it's done right yeah so it takes out some of the power play but also keeps it so that you're keeping in options that are going to be reasonable as you introduce new things right right that's awesome So let's switch back a little bit to building a business around your passion. So now you're in Texas you're working your business online are you now seeing people one-on-one there in Texas? 
Yes, yes. So it's been really awesome building a business around like what I love and what I teach. And so with the technology nowadays, too, it's really awesome that, you know, you're able to like reach people around the world, especially like podcasts. I love it, but encourage them, educate them on healthy living. And so I am seeing one on ones now in Texas, but I'm still really big digitally, too. So, you know, I love using like podcasts and blogs and blogs and ebooks and e-courses and, you know, so many other things are Skype and FaceTime. So I can see clients even far away, maybe that aren't in Texas. So it's super easy to get, you know, access to others and just help them, you know, learn about healthy living and healthy eating. So my husband's support is a huge reason that I'm able to do what I do on a full-time basis because everything from finances and emotional support, you know, he makes it possible for sure. That's awesome. That's so great. And you have a podcast as well. And what's the name of your podcast? Thrival Nutrition Podcast. Yeah. Nice. And so is that mostly, is it like family based or is it nutrition for anyone based? Honestly, nutrition for anyone. Okay, cool. Anything from healthy living, really fitness, nutrition, essential oils, natural remedies, herbs. Um, I love to interview different chiropractors and doctors and, you know, anyone in that realm. So it's awesome. Awesome. Well, we will definitely send our listeners over to you. So tell us about how your business supports your family goals. And also, and that's shifted over time. Like initially, when you first had your kids, you were in school and you were not able to spend the time that you wanted to spend with them. And so now, how has that shifted now as you've been able to build your own thing? So it's really like a family business, which I love. My business supports, you know, the time and the flexibility, of course, wanting to be there for my family and being there for my family. That's so important to me, but it integrates so easily. So it also has so much more room to grow and expand to be a big influencer and, you know, our family financial goals as well. But, you know, a huge goal of mine is just, you know, to raise my kids, to chase their dreams, you know, to be fearless, to really, you know, live out that passion that they have. So I love being an example to them and them. They always watch what I do. Like my daughter here, you probably hear in the back. Um, she's kind of watching, you know, me do this podcast with you. And so I love being that example. And I know that subconsciously it's making a huge impact. So that's making a huge like lifelong goal of mine to raise them up to, you know, fight and chase their dreams. So I'm hoping secretly one of them loves nutrition just as much as I do. (laughs) Rival can stay in the family for a long time, even when I die. (laughs) Totally. What do you love most about being the CEO of your own company? I think the flexibility to be with my family when I need to be. And also to just be able to bring my ideas and my dreams to life. You know, when you're working for another company, you kind of have limited say on, you know, what you want to do and how you want things run. So I love being able to take action and like dive into something that's like on my heart, like, oh, this is something that I need to be teaching people or this is the direction I want to take it. I love it that I can just, yeah, I'll do it. You know, sky's the limit. Yeah, I agree. I love that. And I can't imagine going back to working for someone else now after oh my gosh, doing my me either for so long. In what yes. ways are you a shameless mom? So, you know, I get stuff done in my personal life, my professional life with minimal excuses. You know, I know that God has something, you know, put something in my heart and I have to live it and help others. You know, I'm not perfect in parenting. You know, I'm I'm definitely not shameful in that. No one's perfect. I'm not even perfect in nutrition, but I make things happen no matter what. You know, I want to create that life, you know, not only for my family, but other families too. I want to help their legacy and their families and mine as well. So I just, you know, really want 
other families to grow with healthy future generations. So, and even though sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm spending so much time, you know, doing business stuff today, I can't feel bad. You know, I know that, you know, I, it's a balance. It's creating that balance um, between my personal life and my professional life. And I do it pretty well. <laughs> I would agree. I totally would agree from what I've seen in, or experienced in this last hour. So tell us where we can find you. Awesome. You can find me on um, Facebook, Instagram, um, always just Thrival Nutrition. My podcast at Thrival Nutrition Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. And then my blog, thrivalnutrition.com. So those are like the main places you can find me. And we actually have started to vlog a little bit more. So on YouTube. Oh, fun. Thrival Nutrition. We've been doing a lot of behind the scenes as a family, kind of seeing like how crazy our kids are <laughs> and being able to do what we do, I guess. Nice, nice. That's super fun. So Lahana, I just want to acknowledge you for being here and for sharing your story. I think that you have a really important story of just being powerful and strong in your situation and in your life and really making the best of every possible opportunity and circumstance that has been in your path. So I'm just kind of in awe of all of that. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Thank you. And I want to hop over to our Shameless Mommy Minute now before we get going. So awesome. let's go ahead and hit this lightning round and starting with what is your favorite way to treat yourself? Alone time. <laughs> Yay. Any, any peace and quiet is the treat. Totally. I love going to the grocery store alone. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> totally. What is the current book that you're reading or the last one you read? Last one I read was Dave Asprey's new book, Headstrong. I've been really big into studying for my postgraduate program right now, so I really haven't oh been able gosh. to read as much outside and, of that. And Dave Asprey is the bulletproof coffee guy, right? Yes. Okay. So for people who are obsessed with Bulletproof Coffee, if, if you know what it is, you know what it is. That's his book. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't know what it is, you can Google Bulletproof Coffee and you can learn all about it. What is one morning <laughs> ritual you can't live without? Making just a good nutritious breakfast and eating with my family. It's like the perfect way to start the day. Nice. Who is your biggest inspiration? My clients, hands down. I see them start from, you know, the very bottom, eating the junkiest foods, but they just have so much motivation to change their lives. They for sure inspire me every day. Nice. If you could give all moms one superpower, what would it be and why? Growing a third arm because <laughs> we would be able to do so much more, totally. especially when you have a baby or a toddler in the cleaning stage. I mean, I guess the question is, what couldn't we do? <laughs> right, right, totally. Or just to grow as many arms as you want or need in any given moment. <laughs> yes, yes. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for spending time in the Shameless Mom Academy today, Lahana. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy and I know you have a lot on your plate. So I value the time that we've been able to spend together. And I hope that people will go check out your podcast and check out everything you have going on over at thrivalnutrition.com. And when you have new things in the works, definitely come back and visit again. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah, so much. We will talk soon. All right. Thank you so much for spending time with Lahana and me today in the Shameless Mom Academy. Quick reminder that this week is the final week to get in on our summer special for one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. So make sure you email me at info at shamelessmom.com if you want to take advantage of that summer coaching package. You can use the package that you purchase this month anytime moving forward. So you don't have to actually use it this week. You just purchase it this week and then I can support you at your convenience later on as we transition into fall or whenever it works best for you. So you can email me at info at shamelessmom.com to go ahead and get more information about working together. I would love to work with 
with you in a one-on-one environment to support you in your goals, help you be accountable, maybe help you with some transitions or a transformation. So I hope you learned something new today. Remember anything that we mentioned in terms of links with Lahana will be over at shamelessmom.com. Click on episode 158. If this is your first time listening into the Shameless Mom Academy, know that we do release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and you can subscribe to the show if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will drop you into iTunes where you can click the subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode. You can also leave a review while you're there. So do know that I love reviews. The biggest, most honoring thing you can do is to leave a review so that I have feedback on the show and I can connect with you on a different level, get to know what you're loving about the show. And that feedback really, really fuels me and gets me fired up for new episodes. So thank you in advance for any kind words that you might want to leave over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. I hope you learned something new today. I hope you have a fantastic week and no matter what you do today, I hope you do it shamelessly. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.